Ho guys, David Bose here. It's a wonderful, beautiful day in Alabama. Hoping you're having a wonderful day. Oh, buddy. Take a look at this. That is Trump and Epstein. Yes, but that is not at the Pedo Island. That's at the Mar-a-Lago, the club that Trump owns, which was also the only club in Palm Beach that allowed blacks and Jews. And that was only because Trump refused to follow that ordinance. He actually sued the city of Palm Beach for being racist against blacks and Jews. Trump later banned Epstein from the club because he found out Epstein made passes at a 14-year-old daughter of another member. And in 2002, he publicly ousted Epstein as a pedophile. And this was long before Epstein was investigated or even charged in 2005. All of Epstein's contacts were subpoenaed except Trump because he came forward willingly. So to all you misinformed dummies, stop using the sick going on to push your Trump-hating agenda. It's pathetic and mindless. Stop being sheep that sees pictures and makes up your own story onto them. You want proof? Yeah, I, I, I bet that's what, what you're thinking. All right, prove it to me. Well, here it is, right here in this uh, media clip, in the article from the fake news. Trump insisted on including news blacks at Palm Beach golf course in 1990s. But is it true? Did Trump sue Palm Beach to get black people in, you know, with some racist thing where they weren't allowed into businesses. And really, how many what centuries ago was this that Jews weren't allowed into a bar? I'm having trouble even imagining this. But <clears throat> I'm going down. It says, when Donald opened his club in Palm Beach called Mar-a-Lago, he insisted in accepting Jews and blacks, even though their clubs in Palm Beach to this day discriminate against blacks and Jews. The old guard in Palm Beach was outraged that Donald would accept blacks and Jews. So that's the real Donald Trump that I know. Well, you know, what if... Uh, I'll, I'll show you an old motive here in, in a minute why Trump did this. They didn't want Trump to come down there and open up this golf course. They weren't going to give him a, a license. I'll read that here in a second. So he came up, he had some lawyers that came up with an idea that they could attack them on the base of discrimination. Now, that could have been the only reason why he even pulled this thing off against Palm Beach. But there's another reason. If you're going to discriminate against and Trump is so vehemently against that, all that means is that Trump is in favor of people. And perhaps Trump is one, or I don't know, or, or hobnobs around with very powerful people, or maybe some Bavarians or whatever, and they couldn't visit his establishment. He was moving in, taking over coming from New York, where there's lots of these Bavarians, and he wanted to change the politics. 
Maybe he did. Does that mean he's such a great person? Well, you know, if Bavarians are not allowed at a bar in the 1990s, then maybe it has nothing to do with racism since the entire country is being run by these individuals anyway. And they run Hollywood and all of this. I mean, there's a Disney world down there. I'm sure there's plenty of these individuals. There. It doesn't make any sense to me, but maybe this was all set up as a way to, you know, maybe obviously they planned on having Trump president for years. I mean, there was supposedly a book written in 1800 or something that said that, you know, it gave a whole story of how Trump would be the last president and everything. I have since learned that that book never really was published. It's a big fraud. It's remember how Trump does things. He is very smart. He hires smart people. He, 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 he manages to uh, have this reality TV show, like you're fired, you know, for years to promote his ability to uh, be a very great businessman. The man who's got the, you know, the cojones to fire people and make things right and get a, get a company on its feet and running and make billions. So what better of a person to have is running for president? So he, he he did this on purpose. I don't even know if he made a lot of money off the movie. Probably could have made more money building skyscrapers or whatever. But this gave him fame. Now that's intelligent. Why? Because he's such a wonderful uh, philanthropist. He's so, you know, he gave all his money to the poor. I don't know. I don't think so. But he certainly knew he was going to run for president. There's, there's, programs where he's being interviewed by NBC host Barbara Walters, somebody I don't remember now, but, and, and they're like asking, are you going to run for president? Are you going to run for president? You know, Oprah's asking him, are you going to run for president? And it's like, well, this is years ago. He's just a little toddler. He's six years old. They're, they got a mic in his face saying, are you going to run for president? Really? And then there's this thing with uh, uh, Bart Simpson, you know, the show, The Simpsons, and he's going down the escalator and this actually occurred. So they want us to believe either that the governments or the, the media can predict, you know, books in the past a couple hundred years predicts his presidency. Oh, he's the Messiah. You know, everything's predicting his, his advent and, and, and movies and media and all this. Or he's the one who actually controls the media. And, you know, if that book wasn't actually written 200 years ago, which it, I looked into it, it wasn't, it was never really published, supposedly. It's not, it's not a real story, it's just fake. Somebody made this up to promote Trump. Uh, same thing happened with Elon Musk, supposedly a book written by Werner von Braun. Says that a man named Elon's going to take the world to Mars, a colony to Mars. Now, in that case, I'm certain that Elon Musk is related to Werner von Braun. He's a great grandson or a nephew or a cousin or something. And is the inheritor of the space German Bavarian space agency and now brought over here to America. And Trump has many connections with Elon, with um, Disney. They look, his dad looks a lot like the Walt Disney. But it's obvious that this is business. They had to, with his billions, promote himself. It was promotions, his TV series, these supposed books that never existed or 
cartoons that, that, that keep talking about Trump. Everybody's talking about Trump. And especially the bad guys, you know, he's got to have a, he, maybe he pays people to be idiots. Maybe he paid Biden, right? I know, he'd have to be very rich. Well, I, hey, he's got the highest building in most of all the major cities in the world. In, in New York, he's got uh, two or three of them, you know what I mean? You got the, the Trump Plaza, and then he's got, you know, right next to the, the Rockefeller Plaza, across from the UN building, and then he's got this Fifth Avenue that everybody talks about down there, and other apartment building stuff. He's got major, huge skyscrapers in Chicago, and all the major, you know, Las Vegas, and, and, and other countries in Saudi Arabia, and China, and all around the world. He's got these big buildings. Each one of these buildings could be worth a billion dollars when you consider the expense of electrical and sewer and water and 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 upkeeping and and all that's entailed in a building that size like the size of a city how much does it cost to run a city every every year if it's his building how does he have all of these it'd be like a man owning a chunk of all the major cities of the world and you know when in, in any city when they have this big, the biggest skyscraper means that's the most powerful person. It's usually a bank, an insurance company, or the hospitals. These are the most powerful. And now it's tech buildings like Goggle Brothers or something or Amazon. These are the most powerful companies. And, and yet there's Trump right in the middle, standing high above them all. So maybe he just paid uh, Mr. Biden, Mr. Magoo, to act like an idiot so that the rest of the world will be like, oh, please bring back Trump. Maybe he knew in advance that he was going to need credentials. He was going to need, a, 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 you know, a, a, a referral. So look back on his work. Make sure that nothing ever happened that would look out of place. Do some stuff, you know, some philanthropy, you know, help some Poor people. I, I hear these stories about how somebody had a flat tire and he come along and, and he paid for their tire and bought them a new car or something, like sent them on their way, this little poor person. Really? Do you think Trump did that out of his heart because he's such a loving person, he believes in Jesus? Or do you think this is advertisement? Do you think maybe this, perhaps it never even happened, he just paid people to tell the story. Friends, when you have this much money, you can do anything you want. But you say, well, why would you question him, Dave? Because... No one to this date has ever been in politics or in business or very high up in government that's ever been pure at heart. You can't get there that way. You got to join the club. Remember how uh, oh, uh, uh, the Speaker of the House, uh, Gingrich, you know, two or three, four years ago, he was promoting Trump and he's like, yeah, they don't like Trump because he's not part of their little club. He didn't join their club. In intimating that Trump's not part of the secret societies. Now, why would this member of the secret society, Gingrich, who runs Congress, but yet he's supposed to be one of these great, wonderful... Now you see Gingrich backing McCarthy, right? And Trump's backing McCarthy. They're all in it together. One for all and all for one. And, and so Gingrich makes a point to go on television and praise Trump. And then we've got other actors that go on television like Schiff, and they hate Trump. Well, they always look like little little bad guys, little little cartoon characters of everything we hate. The Wicked Witch of the West, you know, with the wart on her nose that's running the Congress. We've got Mr. Magoo running the country. It seems like it was staged. 
all of this. I don't trust Mr. Trump. I don't care how many stories you come up with uh, touting his, his good heart. Oh, he's a Christian. Look, in, in 2 Corinthians. Huh? He don't even know how to say 2 Corinthians. He's never opened the Bible. He doesn't know what Jesus means. He's never been in a church. Oh, he was a Christian. He went to Norman Vincent Peale's church, right? Friends, I believe in positive thinking. I love Norman Vincent Peale. But Norman Vincent Peale was a Mason, a very high up Freemason. Even Nixon said that Trump was going to be a president. He said, this man's going to be one of our next presidents. Nixon said that. How did Nixon know? And, and remember how there was all these tapes that were leaked and all we ever heard on these tapes that made ended up making Nixon get uh, impeached. But all we ever heard on is like, well, nobody ever figured out what's, what did you do wrong? You made some tapes. Nixon, right? Well, if you listen to the tapes, all Nixon ever did was bash these Bavarians that run the world. And he wasn't one of them. He was, he was hobnobbing with them out at the Bohemian Grove. He's throwing up the, the V sign, just like, uh, Winston Churchill. I mean, let's face it. They're all in it together. They're all flashing the signs. The V sign does not mean peace. It means victory. And it doesn't mean victory over evil. It means victory over the world and your soul. And they all flash these signs. And Trump does the 666 sign all the time. And the little pyramid. And I'm telling you, I don't trust him at all. So, this person says the old guard in Palm Beach was outraged that Donald would accept blacks and... So, that's the real Donald Trump that I know. It says, that was author Ronald Kessler in a July 2015 interview with Newsmax. Don't you think... Trump may have paid him to say that. Talking about Republican presidential frontrunner Donald Trump's business practices when it came to building a golf course in Deep South. You see, they had this organized and written down and they sent this lawyer guy out to the television to tell everybody about all the wonderful things that Donald Trump had done. He says, in the 1990s, Trump was running into a problem getting his golf course approved by the local town council in Palm Beach, which was imposing restrictions on his bid. So Trump shot back with maximum effect, as reported by the Washington Post's Mary Jordan and Rosalind Helderman on November 14, 2015. Why, this is all documented. Trump's a saint. He's an angel. Trump undercut his adversaries with a searing attack, claiming that local officials seemed to accept the established private clubs in town that had excluded Jews and blacks while imposing tough rules on his inclusive one. All right. So it's private clubs that excluded Jews and blacks. Well, yeah, you could imagine that there were some racist clubs and you can imagine that some of them might be, because it's a private you can't, if you're a public place, you can't, like if, if in my own home, I can exclude anybody I want. So Trump used this as a way to get a license for his, he, he made it public. But I don't know how many of these private places down there in Florida, the whole state is basically run by these individuals. I don't know how there could be a whole lot of, uh, you know, racism going on against these people at this time in the 1990s. But Trump's made it blown it up to be some 
I don't know, I think a political point. He wasn't just fighting to get his golf course down there. I think he was fighting to become president of the United States. I think he knew what he was doing. And says, the Washington Post report continues, Trump's lawyer sent every member of the town council copies of two classic movies about discrimination. Wow, Trump does go all out, doesn't he? It seems like he's got some very important people planning everything he does politically in advance. Like he knew. Like Nixon knew he was going to be president, right? So, anyway, sometimes in judging the character of an individual, it pays to see what people actually do when nobody's really paying attention. When it came to segregation in the South at private all-white country clubs, it might have been in Trump's business interest to simply look the other way. Instead, Trump did the right thing and insisted on desegregation at his golf resort. And he won! Soon after, the local restrictions were lifted, and today the golf course is open and remains inclusive. Even we even let black people into our uh, establishment, Mr. Trump says. See how wonderful I am? I even let black people. Even I even let black people. There's people that don't like black people, but I like black people, so I must be a good person. That does not prove to me that you're a good person because you let black people, that, well, maybe you had to. You know, if you're going to let these barbarians in and you're going to make a point and, and, and you could have just done that. You don't have a, if you have a private club, Mr. Trump, or if it's an open uh, club, a golf club or whatever, if, if it's a public then I suppose everybody uh, would have to be allowed in. So why are you, you know, it's no big deal that you allowed everybody in. You have to, if it's open to the public. But if you have a private club, Mr. Trump, you could have simply made your private club so that everybody could come. But no, you made a big deal out of it and you put it in a paper to make a political point. This was staged. It remains a point of pride for Trump. No, that's how he wants to word it. It remains a point of pride. No, it remains a point that I use for political reasons. I did it on purpose. He boasted about the golf resort in 2015 interview. Whether they love me or not, everyone agrees the greatest and the most important place in Palm Beach is Mar-a-Lago. I took this ultimate place and made it incredible and opened it essentially to be the people of Palm Beach. The fact that I owned it made it a lot easier to get along with the Palm Beach establishment. Oh, wow. This guy is really a great actor. Way better than Ronald Reagan. Oh, man. It's hard to see through this guy's bullshit. At the time, in 1997, then Anti-Defamation League President Abraham Foxman praised Trump for elevating the issue of discrimination at private clubs. Telling the Wall Street Journal he put the light on Palm Beach, not on the beauty and the glitter, but on its senior side of discrimination. It has an impact, Foxman credited Trump's move with encouraging other clubs in Palm Beach to do the same as Mar-a-Lago in opening up. But then look at this. He says, so when the question of David Duke's endorsement of Trump came up, on Friday, February 26th, at the Chris Christie Endorsement Press Conference in Texas, you know who David Duke is, the head of the Ku Klux Klan, right? Uh, the first time it came up, Trump's first gut reaction was to emphatically disavow it. I didn't even know he endorsed me. David Duke endorsed me? All right. I disavow. Okay. 
he said at the press conference, and he immediately moved on. That might have been the end of the story right there, but Trump stumbled when the question came up again Sunday morning on CNN State of the Union with Jake Tapper. Was it Jake Taper? <laughs> I don't know his name. Where he distanced himself from the Duke endorsement. I don't know anything about David Duke, Trump said, adding, I don't know anything about what you're even talking about with white supremacy or white supremacy. I know nothing about white supremacy. You're asking me a question that I'm supposed to be talking about people that I know nothing about. Probably not altogether the best response, but for his statement a day prior, it might have even raised significant questions otherwise. Still, it was a damaging exchange for Trump and melted the internet for a few days. Other presidential candidates like Senator Marco Rubio, Republican of Florida, have since included it in their attacks on Trump. And a day later, Trump recovered on NBC's Today Show when it came up again. Specifically on the Tapper interview, Trump said, I disavowed David Duke a day before a major press conference, and I'm saying it to myself, how many times do I have to continue to disavow people? Perhaps he just didn't want to keep talking about it. Who would? Trump also claimed his earpiece was not working really well. I'm sitting in a house in Florida with a very bad earpiece, and they gave me, and you can hardly hear what he was saying, Trump added. I disavowed David Duke. Now, if you look on Facebook right after that, I also disavowed David Duke. When we looked at it, looked at the question, I disavowed David Duke. So, I disavowed David Duke all weekend long on Facebook, on Twitter. And obviously, it's never enough ridiculous. It's a fair point. Trump immediately disavowed David Duke, whose endorsement he didn't even want in the first place. But by the time that the Trapper interview occurred, it is fair to say Trump was ready to move on. Tapper apparently was not. Still, compare Trump's statement and his business record in Palm Beach as a prime example to what is being said about Trump right now. Donald Trump stumbles on David Duke, KKK reads the CNN headline. Trump disavows David Duke endorsement after ducking questions earlier, reads another. It's night and day, you'd think he had donned a white sheet and was burning crosses. Friends, this whole scandal was made up. They want the attacks because they've already prepared for this attack. They don't want real attacks that they couldn't defend. They don't want people bringing stuff up from his past that he did that was really wrong. So what they do to counter all this is, is, is uh, this is what they call controlled opposition. So they manufacture some, you know, outrage over something that he didn't do and they blow it up all over the media. CNN is a part of this. They're in cahoots with Donald Trump. The whole political world, the media, they play both sides and they have the bad guy, you know, the good cop, bad cop, and they hate Trump in certain parts of the media to, you know, in, in a way that is so obvious that Trump did nothing wrong, or at least they make it look like, well, look, he didn't do it. Well, they're, they're, they're jumping on Trump for saying that? That's ridiculous. He's not a racist. Why he, go back to 1990-something when he, he sued the, you know, Palm Beach government to allow, uh, blacks and Jews into his, his private club. Well, <laughs> he could have done that without suing him, but he made it public because he wants you to know what he's doing because he's running for office. So, those of us in public life can 
only resent the use of our names by those who seek political recognition. Was Trump as eloquent in his denunciation? No, not by a long shot. But so what? At the time, despite Reagan spurring the endorsement, there was a similar media uproar. And at the end of the day, it meant nothing and had exactly zero impact on the election because it was really silly. Similarly, Trump went on to have a great Super Tuesday despite the Hula Balu winning 7 out of 11 contests. You see, that's why he won. They were going to let him win anyway. I mean, this is all rigged. Well, oops, I'm not supposed to say that. But when the person wins that nobody expects to win, they have to have an explanation. So they run all of this. They want us to, to go in lockstep with their decisions to make us believe that it was us it was our decision to do this when it never was our decision. All we got to see was the media that they put out. So it's not just that they can cheat in the voting booth, but it's that they can brainwash the public as well. But then what about this? This must prove that Trump's a good guy. You know, it says court documents allegedly Allegedly, Trump kicks Jeffrey Epstein out of Mar-a-Lago for sexually abusing children. So he must be a good guy, right? Well, let's see. Now we get to the nitty-gritty and we determine by looking at it, rather than just accepting what they're telling us in the media, they're always these, you know, it's all, the bad stuff about Trump that gets out there is all stuff that's ridiculous. And so it makes us tend to believe, well, they're always just trying to attack him. He's a good guy. He's sparkling clean, right? He's, he's, uh, there's nothing on him. You can't, he's done everything right. He's the Messiah. Well, it's not true. They're manipulating the media on both sides. Now, let me show you something. It says that Trump banned Jeffrey Epstein from Mar-a-Lago after sex criminal hit. A sex criminal hit? on member's daughter book claims. So this wasn't just some old man hitting on some girl. This is a sex criminal hit. Now what could that mean? What the diddly dang dong is going on at the Mar-a-Lago that some of his private club members are sexually criminally hitting upon little children? Well, it says President Donald Trump banned his former friend the wealthy investor Jeffrey Epstein from his exclusive Mar-a-Lago club for hitting on the teenage daughter of another member, a new book says. The late Epstein's banishment by Trump, so it's a book that says this, there's no proof of it, right? But the late Epstein's banishment by Trump from the Palm Beach, Florida club appears to have occurred months before Epstein pleaded guilty in 2008, to a state criminal charges in Florida, which included paying for sexual services from a 14-year-old girl. But yet, well, hold on. <laughs> Wait till you see this. It also seems to have happened more than two years after a state grand jury charged Epstein with soliciting prostitution. So Trump knew this had already been public. And Trump knew all of this. And yet Trump allowed Jeffrey Epstein in his private club. He was a member. Look at this. The new book, The Grifters Club, 
Trump Mar-a-Lago and the selling of the presidency. The selling of the, the selling, buying and selling of the presidency. Did Jeffrey Epstein buy the presidency? It says, well, and the pharmaceutical companies with Bill, right? Billy the Gatekeeper, all of the other thing, Amazon with Jeff the Bozo, the clown, they're all on the same plane off to the island, you know, Gilligan's Island. Also state, and by the way, Biden owns that island right next to right next to the Epstein Island. Biden owns it. They're all in it together. They're out there drinking martinis right now, laughing it up because we're believing the whole story. So it says also, says that despite claims to the contrary by Trump's company, Epstein had been himself a member of Mar-a-Lago. Before he was banned, he was a member. And they only banned him because it got out that he was hitting on the kids and one of the members complained or, I don't know, it, you know, they got exposed so they had to like backtrack. And they paid one of the other members to make a public statement and say, no, 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 Trump banned him. But that's the only record we have of him banning him. So it says a Trump organization official last year denied that Epstein, who had a luxurious residence in Palm Beach, had been a dues-paying club member after the investor was arrested in July of 2019 on child sex trafficking charges. What? He was a dues-paying club member after the investor was arrested? In oh, okay. So, are they saying that even up to the time that Jeffrey Epstein was arrested, he was still a dues-paying member of the club? That's what they're saying. Epstein died a month later in a Manhattan federal jail from what authorities have ruled was a suicide by hanging. I wonder if Trump came and rescued him and they all went off to the island and had some martinis. And they brought some young girls with him. I'm just saying. At the time, Trump did not reveal publicly what led to his falling out with Epstein. Probably a political uh, stunt or, or, or uh, uh, something he had to do legally to keep his name out of the fray? I don't know. But he says, um, it led him to his falling out with Epstein, whom he said he had not spoken to for up to 15 years. Well, uh, he could say anything he wants. I'm not a fan of this, Trump said then. But Trump, a real estate developer and a reality TV star, for years had been friends with Epstein before booting him from his club. He didn't know about the, the, the conviction of prostitution? And he's friends with him. He invites him into his private club. I think Trump's running the whole show. And he owns the clubs. I think that's what it is. And Epstein Island, I mean, Biden's got an island, Epstein's got an island, and they got a little place out there where they take the young girls and the, the children, and they have their little, you know, parties, and they go to the Bohemian Grove, and they, and they sit, you know, Nixon went to the Bohemian Grove, Ronald Reagan went to the Bohemian Grove, all these people go to the Bohemian Grove, and they all said that Trump was going to become president. Why? Because they planned it. So, for years he'd been friends with Epstein before booting him out from, from the club. Epstein also previously was friends with President Bill Clinton. Oh, even the Democratic President Bill Clinton. Britain's Prince Andrew and, her, and other wealthy and powerful people. In 2002, Trump told New York Magazine, I've known Jeff for 15 years. Terrific guy. <laughs> he thought he was a terrific guy before this all got political. He's a lot of fun to be with. 
It's even said that he likes beautiful women as much as I do. Ho, ho, ho. He knew perfectly well what liking beautiful women means. And he says he likes them as much as I do. So Trump basically says that he likes these little girls just like Epstein likes them. Same way, same thing. He says, whatever this Epstein guy is, that's what I am. We're a lot alike, Trump says. We both like little girls. Oh, man, really? This should go to court because that's evidence right there uh, that perhaps there's something going on here. And he says, uh, because listen to this, listen very carefully. I want to say this again. He's a lot of fun to be with, Trump said about Epstein. It is even said that he likes beautiful women as much as I do. And many of them are on the younger side. What do you think Trump is talking about? The younger side. He means teenage girls and girls who aren't even legal. And we know that's true because we've got the evidence that, that 12, 13-year-old girls, I don't know how young, nine-year-old little girls or something, young girls were being taken to the Epstein Island on a plane. And when these individuals take off on this plane to go to the Epstein Island, they're not going for a social get-together to talk about, you know, polit politics. They're going to talk about politics at a club where other evil, wicked people are and they, in their little club on this little island, they can do anything they want and they like young girls and Trump admits it right there. Friends, Trump is admitting right there that he is in with Epstein. Look, he said this before the world knew that these young girls were underage and that it was illegal. Once that got out in the open, I guess they didn't plan on getting this out there. Somebody exposed it. Now he's got to distance himself. So at some point, Trump's like, okay, his legal team said, you better distance yourself. So Trump says, oh, I kick you out, even though you're a paid member and I knew everything about you. So the New York Times last summer reported that in 1992, a Florida businessman at Trump's request had organized a calendar competition at Mar-a-Lago. You know how Trump was into the Miss America pageants and all of this, um, I don't know, Miss Universe, I don't know which ones he, he was... I think it was Miss USA or Miss Miss America or something. And Trump's into boxing, right? He he promoted Tyson and uh, all, you know Mike Tyson and these big fights. So Trump likes fame. He likes openly displaying boxing matches and beauty match. You know he's he's a real man's man. Men are boxers. The women are out there in their bikini going down the line and. And of course, he's got the fight to let the Bavarians into his private club, which he didn't have to fight for it because it's in the 1990s and they own the whole freaking country. There's no segregation against these, but it's just a political move. So at the very first party, I said, who's coming tonight? I have 28 girls coming. It was him, Trump and Epstein. 28 girls were coming to the party. I said, Donald, this is supposed to be a party with VIPs. You're telling me it's you and Epstein? Harani recalled, but Epstein's penchant for young women apparently became an issue for Trump. And Mar-a-Lago, years later, according to the Grifters Club, yeah, after it was exposed, he had to distance himself. They were having big parties with 28 girls, him and Epstein. Just him and Epstein alone, guys. How many of you have heard that he was just caught in a picture with Epstein? Wasn't his fault. He didn't hang out with him. No, he says he was a, his best friend. He liked him. He had a lot of fun with young girls. And we know that they were together, Trump and Epstein, only the two, with 28 girls coming to a party. What do you suppose they did that day? And remember, this is at 
Mar-a-Lago in a private club. A private club, well, evidently there were a lot of members, but more than anyone else, it's Epstein bringing these young girls and Trump and Epstein are there together at Mar-a-Lago having a party with young girls, not even of legal age. Or if they they were, they were barely. We don't even know. There's no real records. And why doesn't it tell us the age of these 28 girls? Trump himself said they were very young. Maybe they were all over 18. Maybe he did nothing illegal. Maybe he paid them all to have sex. And Trump and Epstein got naked. And uh, they paid 28... 18-year-old girls to all get naked, you know, and it was perfectly legal. I don't know. But I don't think Trump would want you to know about this, but I'm telling you right here. And this probably will get banned. And so, you know, I would I would probably, you know, download this video to your file because it probably won't be here very much longer. But we need to know this and we need to share it with uh, other people that is, is considering voting for this uh, scoundrel. And so, According to another Mar-a-Lago member, Trump kicked Epstein out after Epstein harassed the daughter of a member. Oh, you went too far now. You're harassing some of our members, right? You can bring in these young girls and we can, you know, do whatever we want with, with these young girls that, 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 you know, we're paying them good money to abuse them, right? They, we can do whatever we want because we pay them well, right? Or maybe they didn't pay them all. Maybe some of them got flown off in airplanes and they come up missing. Maybe some of them are from... Haiti or or something, you know, I don't know. But it says that uh, Epstein, months after his banning from Mar-a-Lago, began serving what ended up being a 13-month jail term on the Florida state criminal charges. Ha, I suppose Trump had to ban him before all this got real deep and, and, and complicated, don't you think? They probably agreed. You never heard Epstein coming out saying, oh yeah, Trump's a bad person. Remember, Epstein also rented the whole Disneyland one day and brought that little television star Miley Cyrus and I guess rented or paid for the entire Disneyland amusement park, paid for it and brought some young girls there, one of which was Miley Cyrus, right, working for the Disney. I mean, they're all, it's Disneyland and Disney allowed these young girls, they brought Miley Cyrus up through the ranks and made her famous and told her, we're going to make you a star, but you got to go into a little private meeting with Jeffrey Epstein. Hmm, I wonder what they did. Is that why Miley Cyrus is like number one or number five on the singer chart this year? Right? Is that why she shaved her head off like a, you know, like a butch? Did they tell her to do that, you know? I, I've told you the story before. Rod Stewart wasn't even gay. And they asked him, well, then why did you look gay or act gay? And he says, they told me to do that. They told Michael Jackson to touch himself and go, ooh, ooh. See, they want Prince to run around acting like he's infeminate because they wanted to persuade the world to do these things. So Epstein's the one who's looking over the young girls, lining them up, taking them to the... Uh, Disney World, right, where the the gothic city of Gotham, the Batman, and the little underground Batcave, and they take all the young girls down there, and what do they do with them? Well, this AI running running the, the cops, right, the big machines and the computers and riddle me this Batman and all of the Joker and all of this stuff, friends, 
they're telling us what they're doing. It's obvious. So, this Trump organization official denied that Epstein, who had a luxurious residence in Palm Beach, had been a dues-paying club member after the investor was arrested in July of 2019 on child sex trafficking charges. After. Epstein died a month later. Well, Epstein was reportedly dead a month later. But more than likely, Trump got him out with his billions and scurried him away to the Epstein Island. You see, they had to cover up this thing that got exposed. People started finding out. And the little black book was surfacing and, and the, the plane tick records and all the you know stuff going on. So they said it was suicide by hanging. But at the time, Trump did not reveal publicly what led to his falling out with Epstein, whom he said he had not spoken to for up to 15 years. I'm not a fan of his, Trump said then. But Trump, a real estate developer and reality TV star, for years had been friends with Epstein before booting him from his club. Epstein also previously was friends with President Bill Clinton, Britain's Prince Andrew, and other wealthy and powerful people. But guys, he did not know about their pedophilia. He didn't really attend their clubs, right? He just let them join his club. And they just spent the night with 28 young girls. But they didn't do anything wrong, you idiots. Don't stop persecuting him. Oh, man. Stop persecuting Trump, people. He's just a, a little angel guy. Right? He grabs him by the wuss, uh, the oosy, or whatever. You know, I don't want to say the word. And, and we're just like, ah, well, that's normal talk. It's just locker room talk, guys. It's nothing. I'm not voting for the Pope. I just want somebody to fix the country. Well, what you're going to be getting is somebody to bring in the one world government, which will fix the solution, see, to this corruption, to this evil that Trump himself paid for and put, you know, Biden and Epstein and Trump were all in it together. They're all out there on the same island. Biden owns the island next to Epstein Island. They're in it together. I don't know how much more clear it really needs to be. So, again, he's a lot of fun to be with. Stephen said that he likes beautiful women as much as I do, and many of them are on the younger side. Oh, the very first party, I said, who's coming tonight? I have 28 girls coming. It was Trump and Epstein. I said, Donald, this is supposed to be a party with VIPs. You're telling me it's you and Epstein. Yeah. Sarah Blasky, a Miami Herald investigative reporter who co-wrote the book, told her newspaper in an article published Tuesday that according to another Mar-a-Lago member, Trump kicked Epstein out after Epstein harassed the daughter of a member. So again, this is also hearsay. It's another member. They're all, all the members are trying to protect their membership because they do shenanigans and secret things because Trump's got political ambitions. So, the way this person described it, such an act could irreparably harm the Trump brand, leaving Donald no choice but to remove Epstein, Blasky said. So in other words, why did Trump actually remove Epstein? Because he knew that it would do irreparable harm to his brand. 
Oh, what a wonderful man. All he's interested in is the brand. So, you see, he was best friends with Epstein until it was no longer good for his brand. And then he did a political expedient thing. Do you suppose that after he had to do that legally, ban him, and then all of a sudden he ends up dying, right? And, you know, taken to jail. And then this all gets out and, and everybody's about to get exposed and all of a sudden he's, he's gone. He committed suicide, even though that there were guards watching him night and day. But they say the guards weren't there. So somebody paid the guards to, to step out for a while, long enough that when they come back, there's no more Epstein. He's gone. And they rig up this whole story that he hung himself. Really? How would a guy that powerful, that could expose the entire world of these powerful people, how would he not have connections good enough to get himself out of jail? I mean, El Capo certainly got out of jail, right? He escaped. Why? Because they're all connected. So Epstein, months after his banning from Mar-a-Lago, began serving what ended up a 13-month jail term in the Florida state criminal charges. The Herald, whose groundbreaking stories in late 2017 about the sweetheart non-prosecution deal that federal authorities gave Epstein, see, they gave him a cushy deal in 2007, led to his indictment on federal sex trafficking charges last year, also reported that a footnote in the new book says its authors were shown Mar-a-Lago membership. So this is documented. He was a member of Mar-a-Lago and in the registry for more than a decade earlier. So he was a member of Mar-a-Lago for more than a decade before or earlier than this. The registry revealed that Epstein had been a member. The member list we saw were essentially spreadsheets, Miami Herald reporter Nicholas Nihamas told his newspaper. They listed current members, honorary members, and former members. Red cells indicate the closed account details for the former members. Most closed accounts are labeled resigned and then the date that the membership ended. Epstein account says account closed 10-7. The Trump organization did not immediately respond to a request for comment. Virginia Guffrey, one of the group of the women who claimed she was sexually abused by Epstein, has said that British socialite Glizzling Maxwell recruited her as a teenager to be exploited by Epstein when Guffrey was a teenager working as a spa attendant at the Mar-a-Lago. Spa attendant? You go to a spa, you need an attendant, right? Somebody to do you the massaging and all the, well, you know, behind closed doors, all that kind of thing. Um, Maxwell last month was arrested on charges related to allegedly enabling Epstein's sexual abuse of several underage girls in the mid-1990s. Maxwell also was charged with perjury for allegedly lying under oath during a deposition for a civil lawsuit filed by Jeffrey in which Maxwell had denied knowledge of Epstein's sexual misdeeds. So they always deny it, but he was convicted of perjury. Maxwell has pleaded not guilty and is being held without bail. Trump, during a July 21st White House news conference, said that he wished Maxwell well. He wished him well. Okay, this pedophile. In a new interview with Axios, Trump defended his kind words for Maxwell, despite reporter Jonathan Swan reminding him that she is charged with crimes related to the alleged sexual exploitation of children. First of all, I don't know that, Trump said, referring to the charges against Maxwell. But I do know that her friend or boyfriend Epstein was either killed or committed suicide in jail, Trump said. 
She's now in jail. Yeah, I wish her well. I'd wish you well. I'd wish a lot of people well, Trump said. Trump told Swan. Blasky told the Miami Herald that Trump's recent comments on wishing Maxwell well show the difficulty Trump and Palm Beachers have in acknowledging abhorrent behavior in the people they consider part of their social circle. When reporting this book, we heard many times that Epstein's victims had done pretty well financially, despite the abuse, and shouldn't really be pitied. It was sickening, Blasky said. Attorney General William Barr has said that Epstein's death was the result of perfect storm of screw-ups, but also has said that he is sure Epstein committed suicide. Barr said security footage shows no one entered the area of the jail where Epstein was being kept at the time of his death. Really? I'll bet. I'll bet we could trust all of the guards and the cameras and everything else. Ha ha ha. Right. But anyway, I rest my case and I'm going to send this to the jury and whatever decision that the jury hands down the verdict will be certain. <laughs> well, anyway, you know, we all have to make up our own mind. But here's the bottom line. It doesn't matter if Trump is kind of good. Maybe he is good in his heart. Little racist guy, but you know, he's good in his heart. He's learned from his mistakes. He wasn't really a Christian, but he's trying to be a good person now. And he, he's better than all the rest. Well, I don't know. I think they're all plain parts. But, as I said, bottom line, we're about to see Jesus Christ return. And Jesus told us to get out of the world, be no part of it. I believe that if we participate in this charade of voting and pretending to choose one party or one guy or whatever these politicians, billionaires, you know, even though maybe we think one's better than the other a little or something that what we're doing is we're honoring the system. We're participating in it. It's kind of like part of the mark of the beast. In other words, we're, we're worshiping government. We think that's our solution. We've got to have more taxes or less taxes or, or go to war more or less or more military or defund the police or, or, or more police or whatever your idea. You like whatever it boils down to socialism, communism, Capital. It's all government and it's not freedom. And if we don't choose freedom, I don't know what's going to happen, friends, but I do know that Jesus is coming. If we don't choose the light, we get the darkness. So if we don't choose freedom, we get slavery. I'm going to go ahead and go, guys. I hope you have a wonderful day. May the Lord bless you and we'll see you tomorrow and have a wonderful, wonderful new year.